1: Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Touch yourself to you. Hallelujah. Wonderful. I think before I preach, a sister had a beautiful testimony I had wanted her to share. Amen. The Bible said that they overcame him. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. You see, and by the testimony of their word. What testimony does is that it makes you, it encourages you who hear That if God has done something for one person, he will do it for you. Amen. So let's welcome Natasha to share her testimony with us.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Um, I think I've come to believe in the powers of prophecies more than I ever had before. Hallelujah. Um, some time ago, I don't know if you guys remember the shepherds We were when we were over on um, university. Reverend was giving um, a testimony by himself. And he said that he never had to go out searching for a job before. It always came to him. And he prophesied that all the shepherds there... The job will also come to you. You won't have to go out and look for it. I stood up and I believed it. And not long after that, um, uh, a pre- an old supervisor that I had called me out of nowhere. She was offering me a position. Um, about over 10000 more than I was work- earning at the time. Wow. No license needed, no experience, no nothing. I thought about it. I told Revan about it. And he said, go for it. But the mistake was I went back and I analyzed it and I turned it down. So when I did, I, was, I kept saying that, man, I've never, I don't have regrets in my life, but this one, I think I regretted it. Then after that, the shepherd's meeting again, he made another prophecy. And his prophecy was that every mistake that you have made, it will be reversed. I stood up thinking this job, I believe it for myself. Hallelujah. So where I'm working now, um, we had a, a new director in April. I don't know her from anywhere. She doesn't know me. So a few months ago, she was telling me that a supervisor position is going to be posted on the website. When it comes up, I should go and apply to it. I said, that me? Do you look at the work that I do in this place? <laughs> so she's like, stop being lazy and apply to it. So I said, okay. So I applied to it um, back in August. So then a previous, and I had also applied for about two other positions, which I didn't get any call for. So I was a little bit, you know, doubtful about it. But I said, like, you know what? If the prophecies is coming. I will believe it. So I applied for it. And then when Reverend started preaching the series on the names of God, right, he was preaching about um, El Shaddai, part one, El Shaddai, part one. And he called people in the aisle who was believing God for a job change. I said, this one is mine. I went, he prophesied, and when I went back, I wrote it down. I said, Lord, this one, I must give you a testimony in regards to this one. So then the Bible also said that you should war a good warfare over the prophecies that has been spoken to. you. So since then also I've been praying. I said, Lord, you know, remember the man of God, stuff like that. So... Later on, later on, later on, they called me for the interview. Okay, I went, Reverend, I got an interview. Gotta pray for me. You know, um, I told Lady Pastelain about it as well. So when I went for the interview, and then my director, when I told her that they called me for the interview, she told me that go and research the program. I said, okay. So when she told me, I just read through it just once. So when I sat in an interview, the first question the gentleman asked me, what do you know about the program? I anything. So I was just mumbling some words, mumbling some words, trying to take myself out of the question. So it went on, and went on, and went on. The thing is that what touched me through, through the interview was that he said that um, we were there talking and his, the interview questions that he was, they kind of throw at me, I don't have any supervisor experience. How do you think you're going to supervise five workers and stuff like that? So I had to give my experience as well in church, right? <laughs> I've led an AOFM before, you know, the members, you have to pray for them, you have to gather them, you have to follow them up. <laughs> I'm a praise the worship leader in church. Sometimes people don't want to worship. You have to motivate them to worship. So everything I'm putting in Bible is it's actually I didn't, and even before I was the Holy Spirit, I really don't know what I'm gonna say. So you just speak to me. So he made it. He said something that he's never interviewed anyone before, who really spoke about their faith. I said, "Really? Wow." Well, I'm sorry, but so towards the end of the interview, I I quoted, and um, when Paul said, I, "I am who I am by the grace of God," and I left the interview. So I was there. I was there. Then my previous director. Um, he sent me a text message that he spoke to the gentleman who interviewed me. He put in some good words. I was like, okay, thank you very much. And him, he's a backslidden Christian. And then he quoted a verse to me. So I said, well, this thing is a prophecy that has been spoken long time ago. I'm just, it's just now coming to pass. So long story short, um, not long ago, just a few weeks ago, I was dra- taking a train with my t- director now, and she asked me if HR called me. I said, why will HR be calling me? Am I in trouble? Because recently I got in trouble because my notes weren't on time. And she called me to her office, she gave me a pep talk, so I thought maybe she reported me to HR. So, <laughs> so then I kind of linked it. And then, so then later on, my old director also sent me a text message that I got the job, but don't tell anyone about it yet until it's been posted. <laughs> Hallelujah. So. Prophecies that reverend speaks over us. Believe it. Hallelujah. Believe it because they work. Hallelujah. It's the word of God. Their spirit and their lives. Hallelujah. Well, hold on, hold on. And the thing about this position is that they want someone with experience and with a license. I don't have any.
1: (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's it. (laughs) I don't have any. The only supervisory role he has is area family leader. <laughs> <laughs> hey, leader the... Leadership skills, praise leader and the... worship leader. <laughs> Are you able to motivate people? Yes, I motivate them to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you must believe in miracles. <laughs> you must believe in the supernatural. <laughs> I say you must believe in the supernatural. You must believe in the supernatural. Amen. May your life be dotted with supernatural miracles. Amen. May your life not be boring. Amen. You see, your life is boring when you don't have testimonies. You have no testimony, your life is boring. Your life is like a plain sheet of paper. But today I prophesy that your life will not be boring. Amen. You have testimonies to the glory of God. Amen. I say you have testimonies to the glory of God. It's a, it's a wonderful testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. We are blessed. I like that amen. 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 Swallow the prophets now with amen. 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 Say, my life will not be boring. Say, my life will not be boring. I will also have multiple testimonies. When you look in your life, you can say that, yeah, God has been with you. So when you look back, you may be that God has been with you. Hallelujah. Wonderful. All right. We've actually had church already, but I have to preach, so I'm preaching. Amen. Uh, today is a very short message, but listen to me carefully because I'm talking about Lycos, the lay person. And today's message, like I was saying in the earlier service, see if you are not someone who is serious about God, don't worry about it. You don't have to listen to today's message. If you are not serious, don't listen. Seriously, if you are someone who just want to come to church casually and go, the message you, you, you can skip today's message. But if you want to serve God, if you want to serve God well, and serve God for a long time, then listen. Hallelujah! If you want to serve God well, and serve God for a long time, then listen. Hallelujah. And also, if you are planning to become a full-time priest, you don't have to listen to today's message. It may not apply to you. But if you are somebody who wants to serve God in whatever capacity you are, then listen. Hallelujah. In other words, you want to serve God you are still a lawyer, an accountant, a doctor, a technician, a salesman, a cab driver, whatever you are doing, you want to be a good servant of God, then listen. Hallelujah. But if you want to become a full-time priest, it may not really apply to you. And if you want to become a full-time priest, probably for some of you it's too late because you can't go to Bible school now. Not at this your age. Or is planning to go to Bible school. I mean, the young ones, yes, you must think about it, but I'm talking about this session. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you to listen to it carefully so that you can serve God well, so that you be a servant of God. Amen. Amen. And enjoy the blessing of being a servant of God. For he said that if you serve me, if you obey and serve me, you shall live your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Hallelujah. And you don't have to be a full-time priest. To be a servant of God. Are you hearing me, church? How many of you want to serve God well? You want to serve God to the best of your ability. You want to last in the service of God. You won't lift up your hand. Why do you want to quit? You want to last. May God you want to serve God till you die? May it happen to you. May your faith never fail. So I'm talking about the four engines. The four engines you need to develop quickly, four engines. And I was sharing with this morning that look aeroplanes, planes fly on multiple engines. Most planes have multiple engines. Hallelujah. Like the small ones have two engines and the big ones have four engines. But at any point in time, not all the four engines are in operation. They fly one engine for the small planes, and the two planes, two engines are flying, like the jumbo jets. Usually two engines are in operation, and the other two are backups. Just in case a bird goes into there. You know, a bed a goes into or something happens to there. Then the other engines will kick in. Because you don't want an engine to fail mid-air. Hallelujah. And by the way, no engine has failed mid-air before. If you check aeronautic history, no engine has failed mid-air. And so, it's, it's, it's something that is done as a Backup. So that you can complete the journey. Hallelujah. So all four engines, even though you only need two to fly, all four are in operation. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that it doesn't fail. In this, and, and like I was saying, once again, aviation history, just for those of you who are afraid to fly, no plane has crashed. from. You see, when you are in the plane and you hit a turbulence, we see, a lot of people are afraid you know what I'm talking about? When the plane hit the turbulence. (gasps) But history has shown that no plane has crashed from turbulence. (laughs) I'm taking away your fear. No, that that thing doesn't crash plane. No plane has crashed by hitting turbulence. It doesn't. No. (laughs) So we see people, "Ah!" no, no, no. Plane most plane crashes are takeoff or in London. That's where the accidents happen. Of course, and, and, th- and in this day and age too. You know who? <laughs> huh? Yes. But may God deliver you from plane accidents. May all your flights be smooth. You will go in peace and come in peace. You will not sit in a plane with a terrorist. Any plane that you sit inside, no terrorist shall come near it. In the name of Jesus. I swallow the prophecy. I say, in the name of Jesus, you will go and come in peace. Once you are on the plane, no terrorist can get on. He shall give his angels charge over you. Hallelujah. But the message is developing the four engines. So what I'm trying to share with you that as a Christian who wants to serve God for a long time, who is not a full-time priest, because we are talking about lay people, secular people, laymen like me, I am not a full-time priest. I am not. Hallelujah, but but you can serve God well, very well. Hallelujah, but you need to develop certain skills, otherwise you will fail in the middle of the journey. Hallelujah. So I'm teaching. That's why I said. Listen to me carefully. The first engine you need to develop if you want to serve God well is to develop your pastoral skills or your study of the word. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. 2 Timothy 2 15. It says that study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word. Study. Listen. You cannot be a good servant of God. To serve God. To lead people. To teach. To help. Without knowing the word of God. It's, It's fundamental. A lot of Christians don't study the word of God. You don't read your Bible. You don't memorize verses. You don't read Christian books. You are not ready to serve God well. Are you hearing me, church? You must study. A workman not ashamed. So the first thing is, if you really want to be serious with God and serve God well, I don't care what you do, you can study the word of God. You can read your Bible. You can memorize verses. You can listen to messages, messages that I preach. Hallelujah. Yeah. Steady. A lot of us can talk about everything else but the word of God. When it comes to politics, you can give me the analysis how Donald Trump the path to 270 how he has to win the red state and all um, the red state and Hillary Clinton has to win the blue state and as, a, as currently there's a toss up in North Carolina because Obama won North Carolina by 20 points against Romney but now the way the campaign is going uh, the female Caucasians are shifting towards Trump so if you don't take care and the uh, Generation X don't rise up against Clinton there will be a two point difference that will block the 270 path are you a political analyst? Why you cannot quote to me, even John 3, 16? You can talk about how Mahama is about to lose the election, and Nana may not win, and there may be a runoff or one touch victory. What about steady? You see. A lot of deception has come into the church because people don't study the word of God. People don't read their Bible. That is why there's a lot of nonsense going on. That is why a grown-up woman like you, you take off your clothes for somebody to bath you. Total ignorance. Because you had it. A- and when Elisha went into the room he saw the boy lying down prostrate and Elisha lay upon the child mouth to mouth breath to breath and he breathed seven times and the child came to life yeah, it's true, Elisha lay, <laughs> yeah, lay upon the child are you a child? it's true, Elisha lay upon the child are you a child? Plus two, it was a boy child. Are you a boy? Woman with your breast, then somebody's laying on you, anointing you. Is somebody hearing me? It's all the deception because we don't study. Study the word. Hallelujah. One, you must study the word, and two, you see, if you want to become a good shepherd, study the word, so that even your counseling. Scripture. You don't cancel people with old proverbs. Yeah. All your counselors are old proverbs. Advice. Says. When you pray, you don't even, even your prayer is not word-based. The Bible says you receive not because you pray amiss. Father, in the name of Jesus, you said. Whatsoever we desire, if we, if we believe and ask, we shall receive. Father, I desire her husband. Right. <laughs> you are designing somebody's husband. And Holy Spirit, I know the word says. What, whatsoever God has put together, let no man put asunder until death do us apart. Father, I know the principle that says that after death he is free to marry. And Father, I read in Second Samuel, "Suffer not a witch to live." That wife is a witch. May she die. So the <laughs> <laughs> no is off. Totally baseless prayer. Look, a lot of our prayers are awful. Hallelujah. Even on Fridays, because most of you are not at a prayer meeting, you see some prayer topics there. Because I have read the Bible. I have not really, really, really seen anywhere. I may be wrong, but I think I'm right. I have not seen anywhere in the Bible that say pray for a husband or pray for a wife. No. No. So this, let's, go, let's go and pray for husbands. Let's go and pray for I haven't seen any verse like that, do. The Bible talks about when a man has found, you are found by prayer. Rather, the prayer that I have seen in the Bible, Jesus is saying that, pray to the Lord of the harvest for laborers. Hallelujah. And also, the verse that I have seen in the Bible that is implied is that, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all other things shall be added. So instead of going to have an all night to pray for a husband, rather go and have an all night to pray for the church. Seek the kingdom. And then as you seek the kingdom, the good husband will come your way. Yes. <laughs> Unless you know a verse about praying for her. Is that a verse like that? Or pray? No, no. Hallelujah. So let's understand the word. Amen. When you are counseling people, counsel them with the word of God. A lot of us are saying, look, a lot of us are counseling is not word-based. All your counseling is based on your auntie or your grandmother. To criticize. No basis. Like as, like the guy who had a serious problem. One guy had a serious problem. <laughs> Want to see this pastor, after he talked about the problem, I mean, it was a difficult situation. The pastor said, hey, this is your problem, dear. It's like a church fly on a man's too. If you leave it, it will suck your blood. If you try to hit it, you hurt yourself. <laughs> what verse is that? I say what verse is that? Somebody's coming for a cousin, you are using that. The problem is like a teacher fly on a man's scrotum. <laughs> you leave it alone, it will suck your blood. You try to hit it too, you hate yourself. <laughs> no verse. No scripture. The man is not saying it's a dilemma. What sort, of, what sort of preaching is that? Now, study. You see, that, that means that, you see, you have to have your quiet time every day. You have to le- read Christian literature. You have to read the Bible. Amen. So that's the first engine you must develop. Hallelujah. I'm going through the engine quickly. The next engine you must develop is you must develop your business and professional skills. And I'm preaching at this service in particular. Look. one of the reasons why people get frustrated in serving God is when their life doesn't go well. Hallelujah. You see, see, you can say, I want to serve God, I want to be this, I want to be that, but after a while, when your business or your profession is not going on well and they hit the midlife crisis, then suddenly they begin to blame the church. That is the reason why people begin to criticize the church. Suddenly, now all their issues is because of the church. As you see that you have hit a certain age and certain goals have not been met, suddenly now the church is your problem. This happens. These this things do happen. They are facts. That is why We say that, look, to save God well for a long time, learn to develop. If you're a businessman, develop it well. If you're a professional, do it well. Lighthouse Chapel is not against business and against profession. We are the one who tell you to go to school. How can we be against? We are the one. That's why I'm always on the first law people. Go to college, graduate. Because I have seen it over and over again. That the people who don't do well, after a point, they begin to blame the church. So develop it. That is why I told Natasha, I said, go for the supervisor post. Why don't you want to become a supervisor? Why do you want to always want people to boss you? You can become the boss. And that's why I said to people, if you have a certification exam to write, better write it. Say that oh, you know, because of the church, I'm busy. Come and see me, I will tell you to take time off and go and write because I know that when that thing does not get developed, at the point your frustration will turn on to the church. <laughs> Hallelujah! So, I will encourage you, I will teach you, I will show you. Look, listen, the ministry is a long journey. Doing church worker is a long journey. It's not a short-term race. So make sure that you have developed all the engines so that you don't get short of fuel. Be wise. The The wise virgin had extra oil. I said the wise virgin had what? I said the wise virgin had what? Yeah. Have extra oil. Develop it. My message is simple. Don't, don't come and tell me that oh, I didn't do this because of church. Don't say that. Yeah. So I told one guy, I said, one oh, guy, he didn't want to do anything. I said, even. And he, he, he was one. one I said, even me, the preacher. I'm not paid. And you want to be paid for whatever you do in the church? No. Develop it. Hallelujah. I'm not preaching practical message to you. So don't come and tell me that oh, I stopped doing this because of the church. No. Yeah. There was one brother, he used to work in the UN. I think something came up. And I said, ah, please take it. Because I will I will also like to have a, the, UN, the, the UN Secretary General as my church member. I think I'll be happy if my church member is the UN Secretary General. I'll be happy? I'll be news. Why my church member is coming to check there'll be police. <laughs> I hear me. So develop your business skill. If you want to business, develop your business skill. Develop your professional skill. Oh yeah. This, this is what a lot of people don't know about Lighthouse and they give us the wrong assessment. We are not against it at all. We are the one right who encourage you to go to school. We encourage you to do well. Because let me tell you something. Like that Nigerian pastor said, anointing without money leads to annoyance. He <laughs> said an anointing without money leads to what? Uh-huh. Anointing, anointing, anointing where there's no... <laughs> it leads to annoyance. Anointing with that money list to anoint. So, no, we want you to prosper. Hallelujah. And you see, you are more likely to last on the journey of serving God when those engines are also developed. Hallelujah. Over and over again. We had had young people. I remember when I was, in New, York, eh, I was in, New York, in New York, I used to tell the young people take your school seriously, do well. Yes, you come for a rehearsal. We come for all-night meeting. You are zealous. I'm like, it's good. But I also tell them, listen to me. Take this thing seriously. And those who listened to me and did what they were told, now they are professionals and they are in the church. Those who did not listen and didn't do what they were told, now, even though they were zealous then, because of the hardship, they have left the church. Frustration. So if you want to last, please develop Your skills. Is somebody hearing me? It's a good message. It's a very good message I'm preaching to you because I want you to last. Why do you think some of us have lasted? I'm a good example. I have lasted because I developed my other engines. So Paul said, look unto me, or follow me as I follow Christ. At least, you have no example to see. There's a, an example standing in front of you by the grace of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? It's a short message. The next engine you need to develop is develop your flourishing skills. Flourishing skills, and I'll talk more about it the difference? You see, you can develop your business skill, you can develop your professional skill, but you are not flourishing. Shall I explain to you? It's simple. It's simple. Some people have all the degrees in the world, yet they can't chop. So it's not only just having a job, but can you eat from it? There are people who have I work here and I work there and all, but at the end of the month so you must learn to flourish I tell you develop you see, the ability to flourish the ability to survive the ability to chop is what I'm talking about yeah this thing at all I am this, I am that, I am that, but at the end of the month it doesn't add What is the use? Flourishing skills. Ability to flourish. Because I know people who don't have a degree and yet their own houses. speak. Is somebody hearing me? One time, somebody showed me a guy. I think it was Rosalind. Showed me a guy in Newark. He's a Senegalese. You know what I mean? America is an English-speaking country. He's a Senegalese. He doesn't even speak good English. Okay? The guy owns, the last time he owns, he owns about 38 houses debt free. Obviously, he's flourishing. It does not take English to flourish, my brother. See, and some of us, because of our, you see, that's what I was saying. I was saying in the first service, but I will say it again. Because I, 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 in both areas, I'm related. You see, like, where I come from, where I come from, the country, there are tribes. Okay? And every tribe has its characteristics. Okay? My, my wife's tribe, okay, they go to school a lot, they talk a lot, but they don't flourish. They yeah, are used to. Yeah, my wife said. Right. And Lady Pastor Nisa Stripe, the one behind you. Which is my mother. My mother is from there. Big English. Yes, they can't pay their rent. <laughs> <laughs> you will see they are coming, a square. <laughs> they can't. But my father's stripe, my father's side. They are very practical. The man cannot speak English, but still own houses. They know how to flourish. I mean, that's my just a demographic of where I come from. That's right. This one. Good food. <laughs> Good food. Elitism. Who are elitism? Who are, you are living in the family house? You don't own a house. Am I, am I speaking the truth? You are also from that tribe, isn't it? Yes, yeah, she's from there. That's her tribe. Elitism. Who are they are living in the family house? You went to school in Oxford, Yale, uh, there's not Legon, and you come and I mean, you are not flourishing. Learn to flourish. That is why, see, there's no difference between the, uh, uh, the professional and flourishing. Learn to flourish. They are people. They are people. Like, I'm sorry, i use my wife. My, my, I mean, you see, my wife's tribe is actually, the, let me be specific. My wife's tribe, the women are, are hardworking. They don't have to flourish. It's the men. Actually, that's true. I'm, I'm, yes. <laughs> yeah. Because she has an auntie who is in London who sells cake, makes kinky and, and, and fish and pepper and has bought houses in London from that. That's flourishing. That is flourishing. So I want you to learn to flourish. That is why I showed the verse. Proverbs, this was one of the amazing verses in the Bible. Proverbs 29. Sorry, Proverbs 12 verse 9. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 9. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 9. Are you getting blessed? Are you getting the message? Look at this verse. It's one of the most fascinating verses. It says that he that is despised and had a servant is better than he that honored himself and lacketh bread. Oh, it's a good place to clap for the Lord. So this your self honor? I'm Mister. This. I go to I work here. I have this degree, and at the end of it, there's no bread. No bread. No bread. Every morning you have. I got your suit, your tie, raincoat, and umbrella. You are like Roger Moore. <laughs> but no bread, then the guy who sits at the corner store and sells smoked fish and yam and has, he is better than you. That's what the Bible says. That's what it is. Is that the truth? That is why you need to be Practical. just accept it because it looks good on paper. Because I know people who are PhDs who have left them to go and do other jobs and they flourish more. The practical. Some of us are too theoretical. I, 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 I can't do this job. I don't do this job. I, I don't you don't even say job job. I don't do this job. May the Holy Spirit give you wisdom. May the Holy Spirit give you revelation. May he give you the ability to flourish. I say, may you flourish. I say, may you flourish. There's wisdom to flourish. Yeah. Tell me. Develop it. It's an engine you need to develop. How to flourish. Yeah. Hallelujah. I will, I, I, if, if time permits, I'll give you the seven keys to flourish. How many want to know the seven keys to flourishing? I'll give you the keys. Bishop gave it to us some time ago, and I wrote it down. It's not been in the book. That key is not in the book. You want that one? That one is an extra note I got from him on the side. It's not been in the book. And I wrote it in my iPad. Seven keys to flourish. Hallelujah. He wrote this book, but that, that, that portion is for inner circles. Yes. And I got that seven keys. <laughs> I'll share with you because you are in a circle. Just remind me when I first start telling. Hallelujah. Yeah. Then the final engine. Sorry, if I finish, I can give you that. The final engine is develop what is called the early retirement skills. I'm talking about people who want to serve God well. You see, if you want to serve God for a long time, learn to develop early retirement skills. Skills that will help you to retire early. Thank you and serve God. There's something called early retirement skills. It's a way to plan your life so you can retire early. Let me tell you something. It is no fun catching the subway at 70. you I'm in mean, the stairs. <laughs> At sixty-five, you are in the subway. Look, I mean, it is obvious that you—it is obvious that you enjoy it. The reason why you are there is that because you have no choice. Because if you had your own way, that age, you will not be there. Am I preaching? Hear and be healed. Church, I'm telling you. Because I want you to serve God for a long time. Hallelujah. So learn to develop early retirement skills. So that as you grow, you spend less time at work. And more time doing what you want to do. Which includes serving God. Because if you had your own way, you serve God better. If you had your own way, you serve God better. So develop early retirement skills. Skill, it's a skill. Some people don't know it. Look, I can give you just two or three keys. One of the keys, you see, any time that you have to go to earn money, it's not a good way. I'm, I'm teaching you something. If every dollar you have to earn, you have to go and earn it. It's not a good way. It is something you can do at a certain age. After a while, It's difficult. Every dollar should not be that you must wake up to go and earn. It's not a good way. It's not a good way. It's not a good way to earn money. It is something you may do for a while. But as years progress, you must learn to what's called passive income. Whereby you don't have to get up and go before you earn. But other things, you are bringing in the money. That is a good way. strength to go and end structure your life in such a way that at the point where you cannot go other things will bring it in I don't know why you are so quiet I hope you are hearing what I'm saying is it sinking in so don't be like my uncles my uncles that's my mother's brothers that's my mother's tribe when they have the strength to earn spend it in their stomach so at at the age of 70 now you have nowhere to go but to the old broken family home early development, early retirement skills look anything I don't care what profession you do if at a certain age you still have to go and come you can be a doctor, look Going to see a patient at the age of 65, 70 is no fun. We had, uh, <coughs> we had one doctor in the hospital, a pediatrician, okay? I think he died, he died a couple of years ago. I mean, he worked until he died. I don't think it's, it's a blessing to work until you die. I don't think it's a blessing. And I don't think you should desire a life like that for yourself, whereby you have to be forced to work till you die. How he planned his life, so at the point, you know, at a point he was so old, you know, and when people grow old, they develop all these wrinkles, you know, old, old, you know. There's a Caucasian guy who was old, so he was looking like more. And believe me, Michael, every time he comes to the clinic and the children, they start crying. Ah! The children see, ah! because I mean this whole wrinkled man the thing they've seen a ghost now nah. it's a it's a noble profession it's a good profession but if you still have to go at late then it's not good are you hearing me so develop early retirement skills the ability okay the ability to earn Okay? And, and I can give you a key. So look. Key number one is, whilst you are actively earning, learn to live on at least two-thirds of your income. See? This thing that you live on the edge. See, at every level that you are, you can cut down. Say amen. Yeah. I say at every level that you are yours, you can cut down. If, if you are earning 3000 you can rent a 1,000 apartment. That's all. At every level. So don't live on the edge. Because I must work while it is there. For the night comes, no one can work. So if now that you have strength, everything is going on the edge, the time will come, you cannot have the strength to go again. So always, at every level, you can come down. If you are in a two-bedroom, you can come down to one-bedroom. You won't die. I'm telling you. So that, so that, so that, you see, life, whether you like it or not, you are, you are not more than the word of God. The Bible says that there were seven fat cows and seven link cows. Life has fat cows and link cows. You cannot prophesy the link cows away. The wisdom is that when the fat cows are there, you save some for the link cows. You cannot prophesy the lean cows away. I bind every link cow. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. Say that as long as the earth remains, as long as the earth remains, see time and harvest time, winter and spring. Life has cycles, so be, just prepare yourself for the season of the lean cows. So that when the fat cows is there, don't chop all the fat cows. Put some in the freezer for the lean cows. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, that's number one. Learn always to live below your knees. I'm tight already. You are not tight. You have made yourself tight. I am saying you are. If you like, let me come to your house. I will show you how you can free something. If you challenge me, I'll come to your house. And I'll point to you how you can cut some things off. You say you are tight. You are tight. You are cooking three times a day. You bought a big screen television. You are driving a brand new car. And you say you are tight. Do you need to drive a brand new car? Invite me to your house. I will show you. Oh, I mean, I- I'm living. Do you need to drive a brand new car? You have elevated yourself to the tight level. Yeah, do you have to? I'm talking about developing early retirement skills. See, there are other skills I don't want to go to. You see, another skill that I can develop is you see, another strong skill you can develop is real estate. Real estate. Develop real estate skills. Because it is one of the things that can give you passive income for a long time. I hear me. Look, and when I say real estate, you see, this is, this is, where, this is where some of you say, it's too much about me. The Bible says, through wisdom, a house is built. Through wisdom. So when I say real estate, I'm not saying that Oh, own a house in America. No, that's not what I'm saying. Real estate. Wherever you can own a property, own. Do it. Wherever you can use wisdom to, if your wisdom will let you buy a property in America, buy it. If your wisdom will let you buy a property in Guinea-Bissau, buy it. If your wisdom will allow you to buy a property in Gabon, buy it. they have some real estate because that has shown over the, over the years it generates passive income for a long time. <laughs> so you can serve God for a long time. Hallelujah. And the third, another, I thought, another uh, early retirement skill okay, early retirement skill is decrease your debt burden. Now let me give you, let, let me, let me give you what I mean. You see, you see, when you are 20 years old, and you come to me and say, Reverend, I want to go to college. I need a school loan. I will say, go for it. I will say, go for it. But when you are 40 something years old, you are almost 50 years old, and you say, Reverend, I need to go to school. I need to take a college loan. will say, I will just sit down with you and we calculate the loan. How much you are taking? You are already 45. You are going to take a loan of 60,000 to do a course that is three years old or four years old. By the time you finish, you are 50 years old. How long can you work? Have you thought about it? will you work? To pay the loan. By the time you finish paying the loan, you're about to retire. Are you, is somebody hearing me? By the time you will finish, you're about to retire. So, at that stage, I will tell you that, no, 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 no. Rather, you are better off getting a job as you are now. You calculate the years. You will find out that even though you're going to earn less, because there's no debt burden, because to earn 100 and pay 80, is uh, somebody who earns 40 and pays zero and you earn 100 and pay 80 he's better than you did you get a match you earn 100 but you pay 80 off how much is left i said how much is left somebody earns 40 pays nothing how much is left yeah So decrease your, those of you who are taking loans and debts in your in your latter age. This is what you are doing. You are binding yourself. Because the strength is not there. Taking a loan, going to taking a loan in your 20s and 30s to go to school, I will say go. Because you have another 50 years ahead of you to work. In. That's reason. Otherwise, you cannot retire. A friend of mine was telling me, his wife. He said, I mean, I mean, I mean, he allowed him because sometimes God allows us. Not that it's the will of God. He, but he called me on the side and said, I can't even understand her at her age. He wants to take, first of all, my, my, friend, my friend is quite wealthy, but he said, I will not pay this nonsense, I won't support it. <laughs> and I don't see why I should take my money to go and pay for a school for somebody at your age. So she went away to and took her own loan. Own, own loan. She said, yeah, yeah, but I should calculate. As a church, are you listening to me? So you see, I'm talking about always think of your life. Okay? Think of your life. Early retirement. How long is this going to take me? So, whereas something may be good at a certain age, it may not be good at another age. Hallelujah. So so I I don't buy oh I mean you could have gotten a, be, a better education at a younger age. And so I don't want to I don't want to be no 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 you increase your increase your value. Because you have more time to recover. More time. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hey. I mean you are 56. And you have a college loan of 280,000. they're there to follow you to a grave because there's no way you can finish (laughs) hallelujah are you here with me church early retirement okay early retirement skills live below your means aggressively pursue passive income three decrease your debt burden as you grow old Hallelujah. I think I've give you enough points. Have I given you enough points to go and think about it? I said I'll give you the bonus points. You want the, okay, flourishing points, keys to flourish. Okay, these are just seven keys. Number one, these are just keys. It's not even in the book. One, to flourish. One of the keys to flourish, right? You should write this point down, together develop your relationships. See, you cannot flourish when you don't have relationships. You must develop your ability to relate. Because at the end of the day, to whom you... Yeah. Develop your... Some of you, your relationship is so poor, you can't relate with anybody. Develop this connection at the end of the day. So if you are the type of person who cannot relate... Oh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to kiss asses. Nobody's kissing asses. We are being wise. <laughs> Have you? Yes. I don't want to, I don't want to lick bottoms. <laughs> you are proud. You are proud. You are proud. Humble yourself and develop relationships. Have the skill, because you see, a lot of prosperity comes by relationship. Let said that I know that God has blessed me because of you. Let your pride go down. Develop relationships. Develop that skill. Some of us are very poor at developing relationships. And the reason why you're poor is be because you're proud. Look, it's only pride. So develop relationships. Look, every great thing is by a connection. <laughs> I said every great thing is by a connection network. The small ones is by exams, but the real stuff. So develop relationships. Be able to relate. Hallelujah. That is why if you belong to, you see, if you relate well with your pastor because he's a spiritual person, his association brings a blessing over your life. Number two. Develop your copying skills. That's why you don't know how to flourish. Develop your copying skills. Develop your copy. Copy ability to copy. When you see somebody doing something, it's good. Copy. I say, if you see somebody that is good doing good, what do you do? Somebody is doing something that is flourish. What do you do? You see that this person is now doing this thing on the side and is making money. mean, go copy. uh, I I want to come up with my own ideas. Can't we come up with your own ideas? Copy. Develop your, don't be shameless about it and learn to copy. Copy successful people. I say copy successful people. Somebody knows how to do something copy, knows how to cook copy, how to marry copy, how to dress copy, how to preach copy. If you want to be a good preacher, copy good preachers. copy I lost why do you think that the Asian countries are ahead how they can copy everything 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 they copy I mean when you go to Korea and you see some of their cars you will think that it's Mercedes Benz until you see the logo total 100% copy Hallelujah. You see, don't be you see, but all this you, see, you can see that everything hangs on pride. 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 See, don't be too big to ask somebody to show you how to do something. Hallelujah. Hey, you, you just came into the country. You see that your brother. He's been doing this back and forth. And he's doing well. No, you see, this, this, let me show how stupid you are. Your brother, that who's from your same country, is doing something that is doing well, It's working, and then you come, and oh, no, 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 I want to go and do what the uh, the, uh, the, the 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 Swiss are doing. Are you a Swiss? Is <laughs> 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 your name Swim. Don't you just copy what your brother is doing? That is doing it prospering. Copy. Hallelujah. Copy. <laughs> okay, another thing. I finish. Another thing is develop your love skills. You she learn to love. She love is important. Learn to love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, this, I, 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 I to bonus to bother. See, learn to love. And, and by love, I mean the ability to forgive. Ability to forgive. Love overcomes a multitude of sins. Sometimes the reason why you don't do it is because you don't know how to forgive. When something, somebody does something to you, it pains you so much, it enters the corner of your heart. the point that even though later on the person may have something good to offer for you because but because of the pain and let me tell you something anybody usually the one that will be a blessing to you is also the one that can hurt you yes. listen i'm preaching the word of god usually that is why that is why the elijah who was a blessing to Elijah was the one who said, oh, Don't follow me, stay away. That is why the Elijah who was to heal Naaman was the one who Naaman was annoyed with. So, is somebody hearing me? I said, Somebody hearing me? So, develop your love skills, the ability to love and forget. This thing that when you are hurt, it goes inside your intestine in the duodenum and there's and the appendix that's where the head is hiding. Ah push the head to the rectum so he can pull it off. <laughs> you know that's what I said. I said, tell him about tell me about push the head to the rectum so it can come out. All your heads are hiding in your them. Oh yes, usually, 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 usually. One of the greatest blessings that Bishop has was associated with Doctor Cho, but it, but but it came after an offense, and if he had allowed that offense to be in him, he would not have had the ability to connect with him. And be exposed to such a great ministry. Tell your love me. Say, love me. I may have something good for you. My <laughs> face. How many? How many have I given you? Three. What did you say? I can't give you four more. Some of, some of them are personal. I won't share with you. <laughs> I will share you after that. That one is, is... Okay. Then the other one is um, large skills. Then the other one is um, practical skills. That one is what I shared with you. Be practical. That is the Proverbs verse. Be practical. Practical skills. That's, that's the Proverbs. Better is a man that is inspired to the servant. The that honor himself. Be practical. Some of us we are not practical at all. Practical skills. I'm talking about realistic. Look at things objectively. Like like the the, 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 the lady who opened the shop. She opened, you she opened a boutique shop in Accra, Ghana. Boutique. Where well, they have the hats. They said, you know, those who come from Ghana, they have those shop with their hats, the hat. the mannequins dressed in telephone. Searches. So, and everything, I mean, the, the money he put in the business was not getting out of it. I mean, nobody was buying it. So the husband said, look, I think you would be better off just putting a table in front of the house to sell milk and bread someone to buy that one. Do you know what the wife said? I don't care whether it makes money or not. I just like it. (laughs) (laughs) See, just like the fact that she wakes up in the morning, she dresses herself, makeup and everything, go and sit there, madam, 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 are you're not bringing any money. But she will prefer it. Not practical at all. It will be practical. Always look at, you see, big analyze. May God give you that. You see, this is one of the cardinal signs. Always, you must always remember this verse. That to honor yourself and lack bread is not a good thing. It's better. Let people let let people even insult and laugh at you. At the end of the day, you are chopping. Those who are laughing at you, they are hungry. You are chopping. Yes, at the end of the door, those who are laughing at you, no, 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 they are hungry. You are chopping. <laughs> Hallelujah! Wow. The message has gone on for too long, but we have, I have to close for you. I will give one last. The, the rest of it. then the other one is just the, the 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 final of all the flourishing skills. You see, the one that overrides all of them. Is pray. Pray. Pray for the Holy Spirit to direct you. Hallelujah. You know why? A man can receive nothing except begin from, from above. Hallelujah. So learn to commit your ways to God. Pray for the Holy Spirit to direct you. At the end of the day, it is God who blesses. The Bible said the horse is ready for battle. Okay. Show me that verse. The horse is ready for battle, but victory is from the Lord. Or the horse is prepared for battle. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but what? Safety or victory is of the Lord. Hallelujah. Please, I'm summarizing my preaching. I'll give you the flourishing points. The horse is made ready. Hallelujah. You cannot demand victory from the Lord when you have not made the horse ready. Is somebody hearing me? A lot of us are demanding victory from the Lord, but we have not prepared the horse. Hallelujah. Ruby, are you hearing me? See, neither can you trust in the preparation of the horse alone and expect victory. So yes, I've given you the flourishing skills, Put them in place. But at the end of the day, pray. I'm also, I'm also not saying that pray alone and don't develop the flourishing skill. The horse must be ready. Hallelujah. Because you can do all the preparation. If God does not give you the victory, you cannot have it. Amen. And don't expect God to give you the victory when you have not done the preparation. For he said, I will bless the work of your hands. Something has be done for him to bless you. Church, I think we are done. Stand up to your feet, let's close. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God decide a lot. I don't want to go to hell when I die. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Simply put, I don't want to go to hell when I die. I want to make sure I go to heaven with every eye closed and every head bowed. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Please, please, I'm begging you, lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You may be young, you may be old. It may be your first time. It may be your second time. It may be your third time. I want you to lift up your hand and I'll pray for you it's very important because if God does not bless you you are wasting your time Don't I see your hand I see, Oh, lift up your hand while I like it just lift up your hand, help him you want to be born again you want to be born again you want to be saved put your hand together for him as he comes that's the most important thing I'm talking about come I'll meet you downstairs it's very important. It's the best decision. Look, it is the best decision you ever took, because you need God. I need God. You need God. We all need God. You hear me? Yeah. You need God. You do need God. I also need God. We all need God. So I want you to say this after me, okay? Say, Heavenly Father, this afternoon I admit. I am, I am a sinner Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus I, thank I thank you for coming Lord to die God, for me for die. Satan Satan Satan, Satan. 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 From, this moment, from this moment you are not my master, not my master. Jesus, Jesus is, my master. is my master my savior, my savior. I, am I am born again Amen. what's your name Amen. Eric come let me pray for you Father, thank you for Eric. Thank you for salvation. Thank you that this is the most important decision he will take for his life. Thank you that he's saved. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Eric. I'll give you a book after church. Okay? Follow him. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. Amen. Why don't you take your seat and get your first and best?